Welcome to Let's Talk Wellness, where we will be sharing insights into the world of mental health and wellness as we explore traditional medicine and holistic healing options. It's time to have new conversations about mental health. Join Mara James, the founder and CEO of the Hugs for Life Healing Center, as she guides us along this journey. And now, let's talk wellness. Welcome to Let's Talk Wellness. I am your host, Mara James, and today we will be exploring the connection between the body, mind, and emotions with my dear friend and healer, Renata Yurarahi. So sorry, Renata, that I butcher your name, but I'll have you introduce yourself and say your name properly. And if you could share a little bit about yourself. Okay. So my name is Renata Ururai. We would say that in Portuguese um, from Brazil. So um, I have a, a very interesting background. Uh, it's, it's, it became a, um, like a quilt of Eastern and Western training, really, in terms of how we look at the body, how we understand the physiology and the, how the body works and what really causes the body to be either in balance, health and wellness, or to come out of it, right? Where you experience disorders, disease, and imbalances in general. Uh, so I'm a registered dietitian. My training was in Brazil. Here I got a master's in holistic nutrition and my passion for eating disorders and helping people with eating disorders led me to more holistic forms of treating the body because I knew that by working only with nutrition, I was not able to address the emotional psychological aspect that of what happens in an eating disorder. Right. So I explored a lot of different modalities. Uh, so I have a little bit of um, Western, Eastern ways of understanding Ayurvedic ways of understanding the body. And so today I'm able to integrate uh, all of those concepts and ways of seeing the body uh, to really find this connection between what happens on an emotional level, mental level to what is happening on the physical body. So when I'm looking at what's happening with you physically and the imbalance or uh, problem that you're experiencing, I'm never looking only at the symptom level. We're just going back and exploring the causal level of things. Like what is the story behind the symptoms? What's actually happening for the body to be experiencing uh, those symptoms? That is amazing. And I just want to tell everybody how we originally first met. Um, you actually came to my husband as a patient and he told me, he gave me your card and it was beautiful because if I ever told him I was going to see you initially, I, you know, he was very Western trained physician. He wasn't so into the uh, holistic healing, but since you came to him as a uh, patient, he was very open to it. And not only did I go he actually went and all of our family members and all of us have had such transformational um, sessions with you and they were all so different. Mm -hmm. So, and we could, I could go on here. You and I both have so many stories, mine from my own healing and my families, but you have so many patients and clients that you work with. So if you could share with us some of your um, top stories, of course, no names, but um, share some of the stories just to help. So our friends out there know like different things that are, that you're able to help them with. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think this is really the best way to talk about this kind of work. 
Um, because what I get most often is someone coming as a new patient or client, and they will tell me, I don't know what you do, but my friend said, I have to be here, right? So they just saw their friend's experience and results, and they not necessarily understand the whole process of how they got there, but they saw the results, right? Um, I, just you mentioning my clients and the people I work with, it's just like, it just fills up my heart, you know, because I just adore my clients and I feel so blessed and honored to work with them because what I get to see is the most beautiful thing. You know, there are days that, you know, the more profound sessions or sessions that, you know, huge breakthroughs happened and big transformations occurred that after, you know, in my car, like I have tears running down of gratitude because I feel just so blessed to be able to witness what's possible and the power that our bodies have and the intelligence that is running us. So one of my, um, you know, again, I could go on for <laughs> ages um, sharing stories just about me because we've been working together probably once every one or two months for several years now. And recently, you know, I've been working on the whole forgiveness towards my father and, um, and I didn't even recognize that I was holding on to some shame, blame and guilt. And you picked up on that and you were actually able to release. I'm not even sure I could explain this properly, but you said that there's somewhere deep in me that I was holding on to blame, shame, and guilt. And that's actually helping preventing me from moving forward with the foundation. Um, can you shed like, I don't know if there's any light you could shed on that situation and how um, that came yeah. about. And um one of the my favorite things uh, of using this way of understanding uh, what's going on with the person is that even though I have a lot of different trainings, I never assume what the person needs. I have my ideas when they tell me the story and what's going on. I have all these ideas of what we could do and where we're going to go, but it, it usually doesn't go there. What I'm doing is I'm following the person's priorities. I'm communicating with that intelligence in the person's body. And that intelligence knows. It knows the pathway to get to where the person wants to be, to that level of freedom, clarity, right? So I'm following that. And, and along the way, we find what's blocking you from experiencing that level of health, that level of happiness. And so in your case, we were doing just that. We're following your body's intelligence. And then we hit that place of like, oh, this shame, guilt, blame is making me punish myself in all areas of my life. So it was taken away from your ability to receive right? It's like, I don't deserve when you hold on to guilt, shame, blame. So by unlocking that pattern energetically, by releasing those beliefs and those emotions, it's like we remove the blocks and the body knows what to do. It naturally opens up to receiving and naturally connects that place of more deserving. Yes. That is so profound. And, you know, there's, you know, I've worked with, um, I was heavily medicated. I met with psychiatrists and a therapist, but also working with you. Um, there were just things that I wasn't even conscious of. I wasn't aware of. So I wouldn't have been able to heal or release nor with my therapist. And um, I just love how 
you know, complementing um, the holistic healing with the traditional is so profound. Absolutely. Because, yeah, go in. Because we are not working at the conscious level when I'm in communication with that intelligence of your body. That part is, is hidden from you. It's that under the water part of the iceberg that literally is ruling your whole life and your perspective. And we don't necessarily know what's under there, right? So every session will have pieces of this, oh, I didn't even know that existed in me. It can be a hereditary factor. It can be a a memory of your soul that you don't even know exists, right? It could be things that you experienced in uterus, Wow. Or as a baby that you would never remember what you picked up from your environment, from other people that you didn't really consciously do, right? Um, so it is fascinating. I had a guy that was terrified of flying. He, he would not, like he had to be heavily medicated to fly only for work. And he did have to travel for work. So he was like, I'm going to give this a shot. And it was beautiful. We found all these things that he had no idea were creating uh, this fear. Uh, they were not traumas that he, he, he had a conscious recollection of. And when we released those, he could fly no problem after that, right? Without medication? Without medication. Wow, very uh, profound. So huge, right? He doesn't have to experience the anxiety, the panic of going to the airport, even after medication, like having that steps to get there, right? It's, it's transformative. Absolutely. And one of um, another one of my favorite stories is, you know, I got my husband in to see you. I'm like, oh, honey, she'll work on your eczema. And I know it doesn't matter what we go in for because whatever, you know, he needed work on and you worked on him and um, he didn't understand what happened. But all I know is that afternoon he was in our garage working out and he's like, Mary, come here. I'm like, what? You know, I thought some the house was on fire. And he's like, I just got a call. I have a patient in labor. And he's like, I don't know what Renata did to me, but I'm not, I'm not anxious. I feel great. So, which leads me into my next question. You know, we are kind of in coming out of the pandemic. There's a lot of fear and anxiety. Can you share with um, our friends, some of different fears and anxieties that you were able to help um, your clients? Mm-hmm. Yes. So many right? <laughs> sure. Because everybody has their own flavor of, in, of their anxiety and their fear. We do share this collectively, right? We, we, ha- we share this human experience that uh, is, is full of all those emotions, yes? But mm-hmm. our unique flavor of them is very individual, right? So I have a lot of experience with like panic attacks, where the person has no idea why they show up with that intensity, but that's debilitating, right? You have to be hospitalized or you are like in bed in total panic mode to just that chronic fear where your stress level is always high because there is that level of anxiety going on, right? And you have that constant cortisol high, like not letting your body really rejuvenate and repair. So uh, from those two extremes, I've seen a lot of things in between, right? And the beauty is, again, I am not deciding what the person needs. I'm listening to their intelligence and navigating to find that story, the causal level of why they're experiencing that anxiety. And even though the symptoms are similar, anxiety. 
when you dive into what's causing it, it is very unique for each person. Have you had any clients that have specifically come to you with anxiety and fear from COVID and they didn't want to medicate and they just didn't understand it because they never even experienced fear and anxiety in their life. And it was just a new um, emotion they were feeling. Absolutely. I, I haven't had anyone that never experienced anxiety before. And because of COVID is for the first time experiencing it. But I did see a lot of people that the level of anxiety is way higher. So if you already had a tendency for depression, this is like hitting you really hard or that tendency for anxiety, it's like escalating to the next level, a tendency for isolation kind of really, you know, getting isolated and fearful of coming out of that place of isolation. So I've seen the, the pandemic really aggravate those symptoms. Um, and people, I get people uh, like taking on antidepressants and mental health medications that really want to come out of it. Um, and so, yes, um, we, I've, I've been working with people like that and we work the same way, right? We're going to explain, and these become opportunities really, because if you're triggered and if your symptoms are worse, this is an opportunity for you to look at why, right? So mm -hmm. every crisis, every traumatic moment, every time you are triggered is an opportunity. And it's your body communicating with you, telling you, hey, there is a wound here that you may not know about, or you may know, but you don't know the whole picture, you know, and we get to heal that wound, right? I love how you say that our bodies communicate with us. And at, literally this morning, I was on the phone with a client and she was sharing how she was happy-go-lucky, never had any fear and anxiety that she was aware of. And as a result of the pandemic, she's now having anger. And she, even though she had the vaccinations, she's still fearful of it. And when she sees, sees people not wearing the mask, she's all this fear and she's all this anger. And I was just like, and I said to her, kind of like what you said, like, let's look at this as an opportunity for something that you get to heal. So that is so profound. I really love the way you put that. And it's so important for people to really realize that these are opportunities to help us grow, heal and expand. Mm -hmm. um, so now you work with, do you work with children and adults? How, do, how does that work? Yes, I do focus on adults, but I work with children. I get a lot of moms bringing their kids, right? Because they've experienced the work for themselves and then they bring their children. And depending on how old the kids are, I can work directly on them or I can work through the parent, right? Um, still connecting to the child, but I use the parent almost as a surrogate. And mm -hmm. then I get to tell the parent what we tapped into so they can understand the child's process a little better. Why are they misbehaving? Why are they peeing their pants when or their beds when they're 10, 12 years old, right? It's not because the child is bratty. It's not because the child doesn't know what they're doing, right? Uh, there is a, always a reason, Right. And we, we get to tap into that and it's like, oh, connect so many dots. Right. For the parent. Mm -hmm. And then by healing that in the child, we see the symptoms change. 
Right. And one of the silver linings of COVID is that we're in a virtual world. And I know I have so many clients around the world that I'm able to refer to you and you could do either Zoom, FaceTime. So that is just amazing. And um, so now I'm assuming, again, when you're working with um, a parent and are on the child, you're able to do it the same way? That's right. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Um, so I know like you shared with me a lot about um, helping people sleep better. Can you um, talk about that and some of the different types of um, clients you've worked with? Mm-hmm. So sleeping is, is one of those major things in our lives, right? That we're sleeping habit really impacts every single area of our lives and so sleeping is a big one i always ask my clients how is your sleeping even if they didn't come to see me for that because i know the impact that that has on their you know hormonal balance on their um, immune system so um you know, sometimes the person comes for that, you know, I want to improve my sleep. Uh, either they can't fall asleep or they wake up at a certain time in the middle of the night and then they stay up for a couple of hours, right? Or they wake up at four and they're up, right? And so these are different patterns and usually connected to different imbalances. Morning. And we follow priority. We follow, okay, this is happening to you. Let's follow the path to where this is coming from and let's balance things at that level. That is amazing. So we're going to take a very quick break and we'll be back to say hi in a few minutes or a few, uh, one minute. In these shifting and changing times, more and more lives are being impacted by mental health. The Extraordinary Lives Foundation, also known as ELF, is transforming the way people view and navigate mental health challenges. Their mission is to improve children's mental health and wellness and support families by providing educational tools, resources, and awareness events. ELF encourages families to recognize symptoms, overcome the stigma, and reach out for help. Through prevention, early intervention, and holistic treatment, we believe many of the big problems facing today's youth can be transformed within a generation. Extraordinary Lives Foundation is excited to offer the Hugs for Life Healing Center, growing a worldwide network of approved holistic healers and bridging the gap between traditional and complementary healing options. Visit the Extraordinary Lives Foundation website at www.elfempowers.org to find out more about their resources and events. Together, we can change the conversation around mental health. We hope that you're enjoying today's Let's Talk Wellness podcast. And if you have a topic that you would like us to explore, we would love to hear from you. Simply email us at info at elfempowers.org. That's info at elfempowers.org. And now back to the show. Hi, everybody. I'm Mara James, your host. And today our guest is Renata Yerherway. You're Rahi. Sorry, Renata, pronounce your name again. Renata Ururai. Yes. So beautiful. It just, rolls, <laughs> it just rolls off your tongue and it's like beauty and I hate to butcher it. So can you share with us, continuing on with what we were talking about, different examples of ways that the body um, tries to communicate with us? Yes. And I think if 
our listeners or our friends could get anything out of our conversation today, it would be this, that everything that, you, that your body is experiencing is a, a form of communication, is a way of your body trying to tell you something. Right. So I'm going to start with one client that came in for knee problems. He had a very strong knee pain. He was a marathon runner. Um, and so he started having really bad knee pain, came in, really needed to fix that. He couldn't run anymore. And he was really mad. And you know how runners get when they can't run, right? It's not a good thing. And so we start working on his knee. And that's the focus, healing the knee. The session had zero to do with his knee. The session was all about his heart. And so we worked a lot on his heart. And then because of our session, he went to a cardiologist to make sure everything was okay because so much information came up and his heart was really bad uh, clogged. You know, there were uh, some, some arteries that were not in good shape there. And if he kept running, he would have probably had a heart attack or some kind of big, bad, bad problem. That's what the cardiologist said. So the intelligence of his body started creating problems on the knee so he wouldn't run and hurt himself further, right? And luckily he listened to his body and he was like, let's address this pain. Let's look at what this pain is all about. And when he healed his heart after a few months, the pain went away. He didn't need it anymore. Wow. So uh, things like that, when we feel a symptom and it's uncomfortable and we don't like it and it's a pain, it's a sciatic pain, it's so annoying. You, you can't do so many things. And it's it's not because your body's like, oh, hey, I'm going to come up with something for you to handle, you know, and it's going to be horrible. No, it is the body doing the best it can to balance itself. So the sciatic can be connected to so many other things. Sciatic is one of those that connects to the heart, usually because of like a very tense, closed heart. So it's usually an emotional thing going on that you close your heart and that pulls uh, things in a way that it tightens the lower back. And that I see that correlation very, very often to emotional kind of like heartbreak or heart being really close to sciatica pain. Um, uh, a lot of fear also can destabilize the joints, especially the knees, right? So every organ in your body is responsible for something, not only physiologically, but also emotionally. In Chinese medicine, we see this correlation really beautifully. Uh, every organ relates to a certain emotion. Every organ has a certain consciousness. And it's not too hard to, to get to it without studying super deep. If you start looking at, oh, I, I can't breathe. I'm having like a, such hard like chest, you know, it feels like I can't breathe. Well, start looking in your life at what is breathing all about? Well, breathing is about taking in life, right? With every inhale, we take in life, oxygen, energy right? Breathing is about exchange. It's about letting go. It's about exhaling every time and letting go, right? So you can start connecting. What does this part of my body do and what is going on in my life, right? So in this case, you could be looking at what am I resisting, right? What am I really resisting the process of letting go? What am I afraid of releasing, mm. 
Right. The lungs are responsible for grieving. So it's like, is there, is there anything I'm grieving right now that is making it hard to breathe? And then the body is giving you all these clues for things that you actually need to address. Right. That is so profound. Um, and it's amazing because, of course, you shared the story about the knee. And I have a client coming to see you at the end of week with the knee. And um, it's just amazing. To me, it's always like, wow, wow, wow. I mean, it's so it's such a simple, easy idea that our bodies have hold emotions and are able to communicate. Um, and then that there are gifted people like you that's actually able to help translate these aches and pains into emotions and help shift them. Um, and I also love that the knee story, um, it actually saved his life, you know, right. the knee that's preventing him from running and he was probably all pissed. It was like a blessing in disguise. Mm-hmm so profound. So, you know, me and I'm very passionate about mental health challenges. And I always say the greater the gift, the greater the challenge. Um, Can you share with us some of the experiences you've had working with some people that might have either had um, schizoaffective disorder, bipolar disorder, which in working with me and um, anything other diagnoses? Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, because of the way I'm understanding the whole connection, body, mind, emotions, I never, I don't have that doctor's perspective on disorders, right? So if you come to me with bipolar, or if you come to me because you have knee pain, I'm going to look at that interaction between your body, your mind, your emotions the same way. Because I am not diagnosing what you have, and I'm not treating the symptoms of what's going on for you. I'm tuning into the intelligence of your body and asking, what is the pathway for us to create balance here? And if it's a physical disorder, or if it's a mental disorder, an emotional disorder, there will be components of all those different aspects. There will be components where we have to realign the physical body along with releasing emotions and traumas and memories and belief systems and concepts, right? So they are not never isolated. It's always a combination of these different levels of consciousness in the body creating the problem. So when I'm working with uh, mental disorders, right? I'm asking the same questions. I'm tapping into the intelligence. It's like, what is going on here, right? Mm. And then we get to address according to, for that person, what caused it. Does that make sense? Absolutely. That's amazing. Um, Something, and I hope it's okay that I use the word magical because something magical that you've done with me whenever I have a project or the foundation and whether it's a fundraising event or it's a book I'm writing or webinars that we've been hosting we've done you've done sessions with me on this um the energy body of that can you um share kind of how that works just because I know a lot of people listening you know might have a you know they might own their own company they might be writing a book there might just be projects that having you work on that um, project as an entity is so profound. Yeah, that word is beautiful entity, right? Because what it means, it's, it's, it's an energy form. When you're creating a project, when you have a business, when you have a book, when you have a family structure, a group of people structure like your work, people that work or at a sport, that creates 
an energetic matrix, mm. right? And so we get to work that as an entity and, and do sessions and healing work for how that energy flow is operating, right? So uh, I would be asking the same questions I would if I'm working with a body, but I'm not working with a body. I'm working with something that was created that has its own energy, so it has to be aligned and we involve the people that are part of that, the people that are perhaps the clients or the receivers of that product. We, we, we involve the creators of the product and all the different aspects of that creation of that item or entity like you use, right? That matrix. Yeah. And look for priorities. We can break whole patterns that are limiting and blocking things just like, you mentioned on your own session, right? The guilt, shame, blame, we're, we're blocking you from receiving. So sometimes there is a thing in a team or in a business that is, you know, not aligned and it's making things really hard. So by uh, looking at the causal factors, perhaps shifting relationships and how people are relating to each other or opening up things that are blocked, we get to let the energy flow openly and things shift. And just to clarify, when you're saying shifting relationships, you're not pulling in somebody else and we're, there's open communication. This is something that you're doing energetically. Right. Exactly. So amazing. Um, so some amazing things you've also done with some of my husband's patients. Um, like if there's an adopted child or someone's born in a, a child's born in one country and moves, or if they have like one parent, not two, and there's the balancing of the masculine and feminine. Can you share with our friends about that, please? Yes. So when you come from a different culture uh, or a different family, right? Uh, you have a whole set of identities. You have a whole set of beliefs that are part of that culture or that other family, right? And when you transition into a completely different reality, there is a huge adjustment that needs to happen in the body. And we can facilitate that process of adaptation and adjustment. We can facilitate an understanding of the body of how to make sense of who I am by letting go of what I have experienced and now to integrate this who I am with this new reality that I'm experiencing. Um, with children, there will also work with very often the traumas, right? Throughout pregnancy, because if a child's adopted, very often a lot happened during pregnancy, the mom was experiencing difficult emotions, right? And so we work on balancing the past traumas for the child. So it's easier for them to be in a good place and open to their present. So they get to create a more beautiful future. So there are a lot of elements when we're working with children coming from different places. Wonderful, beautiful. Um, another one of my favorite stories is, um, it was interesting. Like I had some rich and famous people that were like coming and, you know, very interested in the foundation. And all of a sudden it was like, they disappeared. I didn't understand what was happening. And a few, a few years ago, I was meeting with one of the big hosp local hospitals and I was doing that on a Wednesday. And you and I had a session scheduled for Thursday. And I think intuitively you knew to move our session to Tuesday before my meeting on Wednesday. And of course, you asked me if I could move it sooner. You didn't know why. You didn't tell me why. And I said, of course, because the sooner I can ever work with you, the better. And it was so profound because I believe... Um, 
that I had an energetic mousetrap that was in my throat. So people were getting attracted and all of a sudden it would get cut off. So things didn't follow through. And it was important for you to remove this from me before I met with the hospital, because otherwise um, our relationship couldn't have moved forward. Mm-hmm. Do you have um, a lot of amazing or other stories like that that um, have come up in your sessions? Yes, the, the, the timing of things is just incredible. Um, it is so beautiful to see the timing uh, for people. And I always trust it. You know, I always trust it. I've learned it to, 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 to trust. And things, because we don't know, we don't have the big picture, you know, right. and the intelligence of our bodies do. So sometimes a, se- a session needs to be canceled. And it's just not the right time. And then when we do the session, we reschedule, we do the sessions like, wow, it had to be this day because I had to experience these things before I could work on this next level, right? So uh, we, we have a very limited understanding of what's really happening. And the more we can trust uh, in, in the process of the universe and we can use not only our physical symptoms as clues, right? And Mm -hmm. communication and feedback from our bodies, but also what's happening around us, what's happening in our lives, right? Um, It's easy for us to jump in and and just be so focused on uh, what we see and what we perceive. It's great to be able to take that breath and that step back and be a little bit more in that place of inquiry, of questioning, of observing. There's so much wisdom there for us. It's just so profound. Um, So I'm sure friends, and I'm curious, I've never asked you before, if you're open to sharing how your personal experiences with your work have helped, if at all, you in your life. Do you mean me doing my personal healing work? Um, Yes. Like if you, I don't know if you've worked on yourself or had one of your teachers work on you. So much. Yes. Uh, Healers usually come to the healing world because they need healing. They need a lot of healing. And that's usually the, even if you're not aware of it, that that's the calling, right? Mm -hmm. I was so passionate about eating disorders because I experienced eating disorders when I was a teenager and it was a time of horrible depression in my life. And Mm so I, I was so compassionate for people that experienced that. And I wanted my experience to make a difference. And it's like, if I can help people and come up with solutions, you know, So I feel like healers tend to go into this field because we need a lot of healing. So through the trainings, you get an immense amount of healing. You know, Um, all the courses that I did, you have to go through them first as a patient, as a client. And, And then you become the training of becoming a practitioner. Right. And so uh, lots and lots of healing by incredible people. And still today, I have my list of healers that I contact. And it's very, no matter how much I have developed my intuition and how much I listen to my symptoms and the things that are in my life and how much I meditate and journal and really sit with things, we are, we have our blind spots that are things that we are not neutral about. So it makes it really hard for us to have clarity or see, right? So we need that support, you know? So I call up my healers and I get that support when I need to. And as a healer, the more I, more balanced I am, the more I can help my clients. And I cannot take them beyond where I am. 
Yeah, right. I love that. And um, I just love, um, you know, when you did a session, if you recall, for the Hugs for Life Healing Center, you said one of the things that's so profound, and it's really going to um, humbleize, if that's a word, the healers, because they get to realize that they, um, you know, it's that, you know, it's really removing the ego and working together as a team and that not one healer can just do everything. So that was so profound. And I love your honesty about, you know, your own healing and that even the best healers um, need to or get to heal. And also what you said that um, a, a client you know, the, the better off a healer is and there as they grow, their clients can grow with them. Cause I was once told that a client can exceed the healer working with that healer. So it's so important for um, all of you amazing healers out there to continue growing. So thank you so much for, you know, for doing that for me and for everyone I refer to you. Um, so what is the best way for our listeners um, if they want to speak to you or have a session um, with you, what's the best way for them to reach out to you? So my website's my full name, and I apologize for how hard it is to spell my last name, but it's Renata Ururai, so uh, .com. And um, I, I have a lot of content also on my YouTube channel. That is also my name. And on my Instagram, you know, I try to, to give a lot of uh, information. And I recently started some uh, videos on YouTube sharing information that I usually share only with my clients you know, mm. practices to develop this process of listening and understanding and moving through things to a place of healing. Um, the website has a lot of information on what the sessions look like, what, what they're all about. They had, there is an area that you can contact me. So you can either call me or send me an email. And I'm always very happy to answer questions before people schedule a session. You know, usually people have questions. And so I'm always very happy to, to talk to, to people before this process starts. Okay. And do you, um, and also just to share with everybody that on your website, you have some beautiful meditations, um, some types of, um, can you share a couple of the meditation, the heart breathing and can you yeah. share a couple of those? Usually the meditations are the things that I start adding to my website or things that came up from my clients and then I do it for them. And I'm like, Hey, let me share it with everybody else too. Right. Yeah. So, uh, that's usually how the, the things come up. So I have meditations there for, from the heart math Institute. I'm a, a practitioner with them and they are very simple heart breathing techniques that create heart brain coherence. So it just aligns you real quick. And they're very simple and very, very effective to create coherence, which is like a whole level of clarity. The body is working at its best. So I have three or four different short meditations uh, from the HeartMath Institute tools. Um, I also have one visualization that helps you connect to your guides, to your spiritual guides. Uh, and that's really fun because I get a lot of insight from, from that kind of meditation where I need answers and I tap into that I don't call it a guide. I call it my intuition. So it's mm -hmm. a way for me to connect to that intuition and get more clarity when I need to make a decision. So that meditation is there. There is a brain balance technique from the body talk modality that is so helpful and resets the whole nervous system. I have that uh, in my website too. And then I'm these new things that are coming up for my clients that I'm teaching them. I'm, I also have the videos there. 
Beautiful. And for those that might not be watching and just listening to our webinar slash podcast, I'm going to spell out your website. So Renata, or as I say, Renata is R-E-N-A-T-A. And her last name is U-R-U-R-A-H-Y. And is it .com or .org? .com. .com. Beautiful. So Renata, thank you so much for um, being here today and sharing with us all of your knowledge and wisdom. And um, yeah, did you want to share? Thank you, Mara. Thank (laughs) you for doing this kind of work and bringing uh, all of this to people. Beautiful. And everybody, don't forget, you are amazing. Thank you for joining us for this episode of Let's Talk Wellness. This podcast has been brought to you by the Hugs for Life Healing Center, a division of the Extraordinary Lives Foundation, a 501c3 nonprofit organization. If you would like to listen to more conversations like this, we invite you to subscribe to our mailing list at www.elfempowers.org to be notified when our weekly episodes are published. Thank you for joining us, and we look forward to bringing you our next conversation on Let's Talk Wellness.